Welcome to our Holden Village podcast. For over 50 years now, Holden Village has traveled a rich history of faith that has transformed a copper mining town into a vibrant place of education, programming, and worship. Holden has sought to welcome all who seek contemplation and community in the remote wilderness of the beautiful Cascade Mountains. We continue to invite people of all ages to come alongside our rhythms, which inspire and equip travelers for a sustainable life of faith outside the village. And we continue to listen and reflect on our story and history and seek to discover our place in God's creative mission in our world. Our podcasts are a way of sharing our conversations with our teaching faculty around reformation, the reforming of our relationships with the earth, with each other, and with the divine. Let's tune in and join the conversation. Hi, this is Carrie Larson. In late February of 2017, I arrived at Holden Village through the usual complicated relay of transportation. But the journey to arrive at this point began much earlier, like all real journeys do, and maybe it wasn't easy. Perhaps it began the moment I started to call myself artist and accept that as my vocation. Perhaps it began after a difficult year when my home congregation and long-term pastor decided to part ways. Maybe it started after trying to help an older, solitary friend navigate a terrifying health scare filled with tests and hospitalizations, fury and fear, all while muddling through a period of my own deep depression. I seem to have lost what minimal ability I had to seamlessly weave making my art into making a life. The distractions, if we want to call them that, of daily living had overwhelmed the spaces needed to nurture creativity. I could no longer discern how to balance a personal need to make art with how to address the needs of my community. For me, making art requires pulling inward, guarding my time and space in order to do the work. There's a degree of selfishness in that. But my faith teaches me to look outward, to actively love my neighbor, to act with selflessness. How do I reconcile these contradictions? How do I put my gifts to good use? What was I being called to do? Mostly, I felt weary, with a growing frustration and cynicism at the flawed human beings around me, at my own flawed self. An artist's residency could act as a reset, the gift of that time and space, as well as the permission to devote myself to creative thought and action. Acting on a nudge from that same former pastor, I looked into Holden as a possibility, and trusting the outcome, whatever that turned out to be, I took a gulp of courage and applied. To my relief and trepidation, the folks at Holden invited me to join them, to live and work among them for six weeks, to tend to my art making, and maybe, although the sensation was too nebulous to articulate at the time, to tend to my spirit. I love the wilderness. It astounds me. Nature offers these incredible colors and forms, patterns and rhythms, and my artwork responds to that. It develops from a sense of place, and a sense of place that doesn't just incorporate the physical world. In coming to Holden, my intention was to pay attention to this particular place, the physical landscape, the community ethos, the spiritual aspects, and imbue a new body of work with those impressions. My own particular artistic vocabulary attempts to distill what I see and experience down to essences and sensations, creating a visual poetry of sorts. The work is abstract, which allows a viewer room for interpretation, for bringing his or her own story into the dialogue. And I thoroughly enjoy the process of art making. There's a meditative quality to that that I find appealing and satisfying. My two-dimensional work is primarily paper-based, but falls into the category of mixed media, 
as I often incorporate other ways of mark making, watercolor, colored pencil, pastel, or charcoal. I use thread and hand stitching as a drawn line or a way to bind elements together to shape a cohesive whole. If I take that idea a little farther and think about the fragmentation of the individual, of society, of our world, then there's a need to piece all the disparate bits back together into whole cloth, to make connections, to try to shape something beautiful. Another aspect of my art practice, the one that is the springboard for both the 2D and installation work, is that of artist books. Essentially, an artist book is more than just a form for conveying a narrative. It's more that each aspect of the book itself, from the form it takes to how it's bound, what types of materials are used, how or if images and text are included, they're all in service to a particular concept. These tangible aspects reinforce or enhance the ideas presented. I enjoy playing with ideas, figuring out ways to communicate a concept through visual means and materials. The books require much more pre-planning than my 2D work, so they offer a nice balance for me. One develops in a really organic way, while the other needs to be designed almost fully in advance. I also appreciate the intimacy of artist books. With a two-dimensional work on paper, you're often separated from the piece by a sheet of glass, by a frame. With a book, however, you can hold the work, can turn the pages, can feel the piece. That, for me, is a really wonderful sort of artistic communication. At Holden, I tackled a couple of artist book constructions that were new to me and fleshed them out into finished pieces, and for the first time, developed content for a form that I'd previously only used as an exercise. The thoughts provoked by dinner conversation, by reading, by listening to Krista Tippett's On Being podcasts found their way into my work. In a fun twist, I was asked to make a large blank book for the hike house, something that could be used as a nature journal. In doing so, I was able to stretch my skills and practice a binding technique recently learned in a workshop. Moments like that, where I could give back to the village that was nurturing me, proved lovely. Despite my initial concerns, how will I tackle this new challenge? I don't feel prepared. Will there be still be enough time to make my own work too? Each time this occurred, I was reminded that each day was indeed sufficient unto itself. There was time for tending to my work and to the work of the community. The balance was attainable. I carry that lesson back home with gratitude. The 2D work that I shaped often seemed to simultaneously respond to both the physical snow-covered landscape and the more ephemeral spiritual qualities of Holden. These are peaceful, contemplative works. Even the piece called A Fierce Renewal, which addresses the Wolverine Creek Fire of 2015 and will remain here at Holden, does not feel aggressive, but more in line with the natural order of things, retaining a sense of balance and of beauty. I attended a presentation about the fire early on in my stay here and was reminded that wildfire, with its destructive power, is a necessary part of the renewal process, refreshing the forest, restoring balance, perhaps not unlike the experience of an artist-in-residence seeking renewal for her work and herself. As a private, introverted sort, I like to let my art speak for me. I suspected that the intensely social aspects of Holden, the shared meals, the shared spaces, would be my greatest challenge while here, but I also suspected that they were a necessary challenge. At home, I lean on my extroverted husband to help navigate social situations, particularly larger group gatherings, and I was overdue for a refresher course on how to use my own voice in the company of those who I would first encounter as strangers. The Holden community, with its enthusiastic hospitality, its commitment to practicing open and accepting ways, 
offered me a safe space to be who I am and to begin accepting myself in equally gentle fashion. It can be difficult and lonely to live within our culture with any degree of otherness, with any degree of nonconformity, particularly in a small rural community like the one I come from. Artist marks me as different. Choosing not to become a mother marks me as suspect. And among so many of my creative peers, identifying as Christian, no matter how reluctantly, knowing full well how the stereotype evokes judgmental views, recognizing how much harm has been done in the name of religion, is to be considered a fool. But at Holden, what I have to offer is accepted, even celebrated. Here, I belong. So what am I being called to do? To be more fully who I am, to embrace the identity of artist, to act from a place of love, to understand more completely that this is indeed enough. I leave Holden with a profound sense of gratitude, with both a stronger sense of self and a stronger sense of my place within community. I have a body of new work to share and carry seed ideas for future pieces, and I've seen how people can come together and offer the very best of themselves to one another and to the world around them. I will lean on the memory of the warmth and peace that suffuses this particular place. Thanks for joining us for another Holden Village podcast. Be sure to view the links in the description for more information, or visit our website to find out more about the village. We hope you will make a pilgrimage to Holden. Blessings and peace to you.